So hey Instagram, Instagram's here, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, you're here. We are going to be going into our book study around the mastery of love. Tonight we're going to be talking all about relationships and some of the dynamics in relationships that causes them not to work properly. Instagram, can you let me know if you can hear me? Because I'm not, Instagram just has not been the same for like at least a month. So let me know give me a thumbs up a heart whatever if you can hear me okay um otherwise i missed you all for those of you that are new i see some um, new faces i've signed up for oh yes i see some new faces i've signed up for the live stream and the text for the reminders and what we're doing here is monday through thursdays except i was on a little vacation but monday through thursdays at 7 p.m central standard time we go live just to have a discussion about what's going on in our life and um we are going over a book but we do a book study this book study we're going over is the mastery of love it's all about learning about how our conditioning skews our relationships so that we can then move past that conditioning and create better relationships not only with other people but with ourselves first by understanding truly what it means to love and this is like one of the first books that really helped me understand what true healthy relationships look like and how some of the dynamics that we've been taught don't gel with um, creating healthy relationships. Happy body, happy skin. I have been great. I've just been on the road a lot. Um, speaking of which, if you didn't see, um, because you're in the um, personal master membership, I'm going to be talking about how to let go for the whole month of November because I want to give you tips. I think that not only would the ladies in the membership like the topic that you presented, but I also think that um, it's just something that we can do a deeper dive into um, because a lot of people struggle with how, how to let go from the past, how to not get entangled in the past, how to detach from the past, that type of thing. So I don't know if you saw that announcement, but in the personal mastery membership, we will be talking about that for the month of November. And I will also do a podcast on Sunday for that. So for those of you that are new to me, look out for that. Without further ado, I could be talking all day because I haven't talked to y'all like what is it been almost two weeks. Let's get started with our book study. So again, we are going over patterns that we learn from our conditioning that prohibit us from having healthy relationships. And so um, the book, we're on page 33 if you have the same book as I do. At the bottom it says humans use fear to domesticate humans and our fear increases with each experience of injustice. The sense of injustice is a knife that opens a wound in our emotional body. Emotional poison is created by our reaction to what we consider injustice. Some wounds will heal, others will become infected with more and more poison. And once we are full of emotional poison, we have the need to release it. And we practice releasing a poison by what? By sending our pain, our wounds, our feelings to other people, to someone else. And how do we do it? We do it by hooking that person's attention. This is important. Um, I think attention is the hot commodity just in general, but I think that a lot of times because of some of the distress that we've experienced in life, um, we end up seeking attention 
or redemption or validation for some of the things that we've been through in relationships with other people. So he says, let's take an example of an ordinary couple for whatever reason, the wife is mad and see if you can put yourself in this example. So the wife is mad. She has a lot of emotional poison from an injustice that comes from her husband. The husband is not home, but she remembers that injustice and that poison is growing inside of her. And we can substitute the word poison for resentment, right? So your husband's not home, you're mad, it's building up inside, all this resentment is growing. When the husband does come home, the first thing she wants to do is hook his attention. Because once she hooks his attention, all of the poison can go to her husband. So all that resentment, all that maybe anger or whatever it is, you can now release that onto the person that you believe is responsible for causing you to feel that way in order for you to be able to feel relief. And as soon as she tells him how bad he is, how stupid or how unfair he is, the poison inside of her then gets transferred onto her husband. She keeps talking and talking until she gets his attention. Um, ladies, especially men, when they give you that blank face, like they just glazed over and you're like, do you hear me? So you keep going and going and going because you're not even getting the, the response or the validation that you're even being heard. And so you feel like the, the well, I know that I used to feel like when I see that face, the answer to that is to continue talking. <laughs> and that's not always true. So anyway, she keeps talking and talking until she gets his attention. The husband finally reacts and gets mad and then she feels better. But now the poison is going through him. So she got rid of her poison. She got relief. She got the validation she wanted. She got whatever she needs to say off of her chest, gave it to her husband. She's doing all right. But now it's just now a different dynamic in the relationship because the energy has been transferred to him. He has to now hook her attention because now he needs to release the poison that she transferred onto him. And it's not just her poison, right? Because it started off with her being resentful for whatever it is that happened, whatever it is she was stewing about when he wasn't there. Um, but not only did he pick up that, but because she will just say trigger him, now he has his own poison that he has to release in addition to the poison that she gave him. And if you look at this interaction, you will see that they keep just touching each other's wounds and playing ping pong with emotional poison. The poison keeps growing and growing until someday one of them is going to explode. And this is often how humans relate to each other. By hooking the attention, the energy goes from one person to another person. The attention is something very powerful in the human mind. Everyone around the world is hunting the attention of others all the time. When we capture the attention, we create channels of communication. The dream is transferred, the power is transferred, but the emotional poison is transferred also. Usually we release the poison with the person that we believe what the person we think is responsible for the injustice. But if that, but if that person is so powerful that we cannot send it to them, we don't care who we send it to. This is important for you to understand because a lot of the times, how many times have you been in your relationship and you've, and you've thought that somebody has made you act or react in a certain way? 
or respond in a certain way. And if we go back to the discussion that we had around the power of now and living life from your power place, then you know that if you are truly living in your power, then there is nothing that anybody can do or say that can take you out of your center. However, for most of us, we live life from that space and we give um, the responsibility and the power that we should have over our own life and our own experiences over to other people. So if you can't release it with that person, right, then you may start to take it out on other people. Maybe it's your children. Maybe you're taking out your past relationships or your past conditioning or your past trauma out on people that have nothing to do with those type of things. We send it to little ones. He just said what I just said. We send it to little ones who have no defense against us. And that is how abusive relationships are formed. The people of power abuse the people who have less power because they need to release their emotional poison. We have the need to release the poison and sometimes we don't want justice. We just want to release. We want peace. And you, you don't want peace for everybody involved. You want peace for yourself. You want to decrease the suffering for yourself. And so it doesn't matter how you make other people feel as long as you get to release that energy, that pent up resentment, that pain, that hurt, that trauma that you are feeling inside from whatever it is that you're experiencing and wanting somebody else to commiserate with you um, consciously or unconsciously in the things that you're going through. That is why humans are hunting power all the time, because the more powerful we are, the easier it is to release the poison to the ones who cannot defend themselves. Of course, we are talking about relationships in hell. We are talking about the mental disease that exists on this planet. There is no one to blame for this disease. It is not good or bad or right or wrong. It is simply the normal pathology of this disease. No one is guilty for being abusive, just as people on that imaginary planet are not guilty because their skin is sick. You are not guilty because you have wounds infected with poison. When you are physically sick or injured, you don't blame yourself or feel guilty. So then why feel bad or guilty because your emotional body is sick? What is important is to have the awareness that we all have this problem. If we have the awareness that we all have this pain, that we're bringing into relationships, and some of the ways that we've learned to interact or most of the ways that we've learned to interact is to transfer that pain onto other people. We may call it people relating to us or feeling um, what we're going through or empathy. It doesn't matter what you call it. We all want to relate in that certain way. But when we relate in that certain way, we create or we perpetuate this emotional pain within our relationships that just transfers back and forth. And we wonder why at the end of the day, they start off good, but they crumble and they fail. So it's important to have an awareness that we have this problem of wanting this attention and wanting to release our pain and, and give it away to somebody else so that we can feel this subconscious relief. Because if we have the awareness, we have the opportunity to heal our emotional body, our emotional mind, and stop the suffering or stop the cycle.
Without the awareness, there's nothing you can do. Whether you know it or not, you're going to be perpetuating these things in your relationships. And if you don't consciously become aware of them, they start to just erode the integrity of the bonds that you're trying to create with other people. The only thing that you can do to keep suffering from the interaction with other humans um, and our own self is to touch our own wounds. In our mind, we create that part of us that is always judging. So he's going to you start talking about judgment now because you we think about judgment negatively. Like um, if we say that somebody is ugly or we think that we're better than somebody, we call that judgmental. But whenever you have an opinion about something, that could be an expectation. Um, and that expectation causes you pain when people have hurt you or they have um, not lived up to the expectation that you created within your mind or your construct of what your relationship wants to be, you are judging something. And whenever you start to judge something, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's good or I'm not. I'm not saying good or bad. It's human to do it, right? We all do it in our relationships, but you have to understand that whenever you have an expectation, whenever you say something is good or bad, whenever you are triggered, you are bringing judgment into the relationship and therefore not living from your power place. And we'll be talking more about this in the Personal Mastery Membership where we talk about letting go and how to detach from painful um emotions and painful things that we've been through and being able to move forward and let go of that pain part of it is you have to be able to release judgment of things being good or bad and just understanding on a higher level from your power place from being present and in you know living from your being is that nothing is good or bad so in our mind we create a part of us that is always judging the judge is judging everything we do. So we judge ourselves, everything we don't do. So we judge ourselves for what we don't do. Everything we feel, everything we don't feel. We're judging ourselves all the time. And we're judging everyone else all the time based on what we believe and based on the sense of justice and injustice that we've experienced in our life, in our circumstances, in our relationships, in our experiences. And of course, we find ourselves guilty, right? Because you judge yourself for what you do, what you don't do, all that kind of stuff. And you end up feeling guilt. But then you also, when you do this to other people, you bring on a need of a, a need for punishment. And that could be self-punishment. Um, a lot of us do it with the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we treat ourselves, the way that we feed ourselves. But then we also want to bring justice to other people that are disrespectful or that or who we um, deem to be people that are, you know, what am I trying to say? They're, they're not worthy of, they, they need a little bit of justice from us. So we find ourselves guilty and we start to punish ourselves. And the other part of our mind that receives the judgment and has the need to be punished is a victim. So we also start to play victim when we bring in judgment. Because if you're judging yourself, then there's a part of you that's going to have to be the victim for that judgment. That part of us says, poor me, I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough, strong enough, intelligent enough. Why should I try? When you were a child, 
you could not choose what to believe and what not to believe. The judge and the victim are based on all those false beliefs that you did not choose. When that information went into your mind, you were innocent and you believed everything. The belief system was put inside you like a program. Um, those of you that are my private clients, we call us the paradigm. These belief systems get implanted into you. Some people call it a parasite. And these things actually make your mind sick because it steals your energy. It robs you of joy. And it is all those beliefs that people have given you that make you suffer. And they're so strong that years later, when you are trying to change your life, when you're trying to learn new concepts, when you're trying to come on this live and you're trying to um, better yourself, you find it hard to make your own decisions. You find it hard to switch those beliefs that you've grown up with or that you've been programmed with, with these new beliefs. is a very hard process for you to go through on your own. This is probably one of the number one reasons why, hey, Robert, um, this is probably one of the number one reasons why people need coaches is because once those things, once those belief systems get implanted into you, it's very hard for you to change those things on your own. Um, and so no matter what it is that you do, let's say you want to change your life, you want to be positive, you want to move forward in life, these belief systems actually prohibit you from being able to move forward the way that you want. Yeah, Robert, I am in a new setup. This is a, um, a hotel room. <laughs> so I'm trying to make the best out of what we got today. <laughs> let's see. Sometimes the little child inside of you comes out, the real you that stays at the age of two or three years old. This real you is you living in the moment and having fun, but then something pulls you back. Something inside that makes you feel unworthy of having too much fun or having a good life or feeling like you can have beautiful things um, that you want and dream of in your life. There's this inner voice that will creep in and tell you that your happiness is too good to be true. Or if you haven't experienced that, where you want to be is going to tell you that it's not possible for you to have what it is that you want. So this voice continues to pull you back and tell you that it isn't right to be happy. And so all the guilt, the blame, and all the emotional poison in your emotional body keeps pulling you back into the world of drama. It could be the world, usually it's your own drama, right? But then it starts to bleed out into your relationships to be the drama in your relationships because this spreads like a disease. We learn it from our grandparents, our parents, ourselves. We give it to our children. We pass it on in our relationships and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we train, he says, this is a good one for all of you that have children. You may want to think about this. We put all of those programs inside of our children the same way that we train a dog. Humans are domesticated animals and this domestication leads us into the dream of hell where we live in fear. The food for the parasite is the emotions that come from fear. So it's almost similar to what we talked about in The Power of Now, where he was talking about 
the you get addicted to the pain in order to stay alive this pain body will unconsciously create interactions with other people or create an environment an internal psychological environment for you to continue to perpetuate these pain and these wounds so that it can stay alive and he's saying the same thing the food for the parasite is the emotions that come from fear because before we've been conditioned, before we've experienced trauma, before we've experienced pain or people telling us what we should do, what we need to do, what we are not doing enough of, we are happy, we're, we play, we're in our true power place, we're a true beings, we're not a role, we're not a part of society, we're just living our best life from the heart at that age and then slowly that starts to erode. As the garbage is put into our mind, we're not happy. We learn to be right and to make everybody else wrong. The need to be right is the result of trying to protect the image that we want to project to the outside. We have to impose our way of thinking, not just onto other humans, but even upon ourselves. With the awareness, we can easily understand why relationships don't work. So when you start to understand the deep core of these patterns and belief systems that are passed down from generation to generation, culturally, um, societal, then you can understand why most relationships don't work with our parents, with our children, with our friends, with our partners, and even with ourselves. Why doesn't the relationship with ourselves work? because we're wounded and we all have that emotional poison that we're, he said that we can hardly handle, but I say that we're also very addicted to. And we're all full of this poison because we grew up with an image of perfection that's not true, which does not exist. And in our mind, it isn't fair. Let's see, we got room for a little bit more. If you guys have questions, this is a little bit deep. It's probably something that you're gonna have to sit and think of, about for a little bit. But if you do have questions about um, the dynamics of your relationship and you wanna talk it through a little bit, we can talk about those. You can start typing that in the comments. Um, so last little thought of the day. We have seen how we create that image of perfection to please other people, even though they create their own dream that has nothing to do with us. We try to please our mom and dad. We try to please our teacher, our minister, our religion and God. But the truth is that from their point of view, we're never going to be perfect. We all know, right, that per perfection is a, a losing game, trying to pursue that. And yet we still try to be perfect in everybody else's eyes for fear of judgment or for fear of rejection or the ultimate currency for fear of not getting the attention that we seek from other human beings. He says that image of perfection tells us how we should be in order to acknowledge that we are good in order to accept ourselves. But guess what? This is the biggest lie we believe about ourselves because we are never going to be perfect. And there is no way that we can forgive ourselves for not being perfect. The image of perfection changes the way we dream. We learn to deny ourselves and reject ourselves. We're never good enough or right enough or clean enough or healthy enough according to all the beliefs that we have. There's always something the judge can never accept or forgive. And that's why we reject our own humanity. And that's why we feel like we can never be happy. And that's why we are always searching for someone who will abuse you and who will punish you because you have a high level of self-abuse just because of that image of perfection. I want this to sink in. That's a good place to stop. You 
end up searching for someone that will abuse you because you have this false sense of who you should be based on this um, pursuit of perfection that is never going to happen. And so you end up getting in these relationships with people that mistreat you and that punish you. But guess what? Remember from the um, power of now, we know that that is a mirror. And the reason why that is a mirror is because you have a high level of self-abuse in not accepting yourself and not loving yourself because you are not in that perfect image that you think you should be. That is not even possible, not even attainable as human beings here on this earth. All right, so we'll stop there. Let's see. Robert said, I am worthy of all good things. Yes, you are. Um, will we be doing letting go in November? Yes. So I'll end on that note. For those of you that don't know, I have a membership. It's called the Personal Mastery Membership. And it's a small group of women that are tired of living life on the day-to-day. -day. They really want to tap into their power place, both spiritually and intellectually. They want to know who they are. And through that restore, restoration of their inner connection, they want to learn to get better and better and better. And so every month we explore topics, whether whether it be um, manifesting with the moon, whether it be goal setting, learning how to let go, um, learning how to manifest all of these different things so that we can use everything at our disposal to be more everything at our disposal to be more powerful in life. And for the month of November, we're going to be talking about letting go. There is this huge problem with a lot of us not being able to move forward in our life because as we try to move forward, we bring the past with us and that past haunts us and that past drags us down and that past stops us from being able to live the, the present moment, the only moment that is real more optimally, while at the same time, some of us also bringing a lot of the future into the present moment. And so there's just a need to let go of all of it, really, and just to learn how to be with what is, accept with accept what is, because that's the only way that you're going to be able to make optimal decisions in order to make the next moment and the next moment and the next moment better. And so it's a long-winded way of saying that we're going to be really diving in deep on the topic of letting go for the month of November. Um, and in that membership, we do modules, we um, do lesson, like a workbook. We also do a live Q&A at the end of the month in order to just really do some coaching and some deep diving. So for those of you that have wanted to work with a coach, and maybe for you, you don't have the means, the financial means, or don't know if you're quite ready to commit to something like that, then the membership is probably a good place for you to start because you do get a little bit of mentoring and hands-on support as well as monthly tools for self-coaching. If you want to learn more about that, you can um, message me, DM me, email me. Um, the second thing that I want to say is, Rob Brett, there will also be, and everybody else, there will also be a podcast that will be released um, Sunday, and I'll be talking a little bit on a surface level about letting go. But the ladies in the membership and those of you that are maybe interested in that topic and need some help around that, 
the the membership will be going really deep in that for the month of november if you're interested all right so everybody thank you for joining me we're gonna go ahead and resume our daily lives now that things are a little bit settled i am in a different time zone but i don't think that that will interfere with our um, lives and if it does i'll make sure to let you all know otherwise i will talk to you tomorrow have a good night okay bye oh sunday um oh the podcast is released usually by I, usually it's i don't know what time it releases because you know i put it out and then apple podcast is very slow to update but some of the other ones like if you listen on spotify those come out um much more quickly i also sent out an email robert and so you'll probably get an email where you can go to the website and listen to it so just look out for your email and i'll it, it'll tell you exactly when the podcast will go live and then again stay tuned because november this is what we'll be talking about for the whole month all right i'll talk to you later girl everybody have a good night bye